Matrix breakers are known to be people with an impeccable positive attitude that despite their challenges always seek a positive outcome. Challenges to a matrix breaker are merely a part of life and could often be opportunities to be solved using ingenuity, creativity, and perseverance. All of us may feel as if a conversation about attitude is unnecessary, but I assure you that the information covered on today's podcast will be a deeper dive on how significant attitude is in our attempt to break the matrix in our lives. By understanding this principle, you can be certain that the other principles are held accountable in your life. Freedom, purpose, character, or and character wouldn't be possible without maintaining a positive attitude through the challenges the matrix creates in its opposition to our attempts to break it. In this podcast, I will be referring to a book called Resolved by Oren Woodward. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating, review, and feel free to share this with your family and friends. If you would like to support Matrix Breakers, you'll want to check out a, a new CBD product from the Hemp FX line. Getting a good night's sleep is a concern amongst many, with an estimated 50 to 70 million U.S. adults suffering from a sleep disorder every single year. Hemp FX Relax combines powerful, all-natural sleep-supporting botanicals with the unique benefits of photocannabinoid-rich, hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. The proprietary combination of soothing botanicals found in Relax includes chamomile, lavender, valerian, and melatonin. Combined with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil, Relax delivers all-natural support that may help relax the mind and body into a restful sleep. Now, for a moment here, I've been taking this product, Relax, for two months, and I am somebody who does tend to toss and turn prior to falling into a deep, restful sleep. I don't usually wake up in the middle of the night, but something I can tell you right now that HempFX has helped me do is not only just sleep through that night, uh, but getting to sleep faster for me is so beneficial. And not only that, but waking up and feeling more refreshed. This is a real testimonial that I have taking this product in specific. I know that sleep is very, very important to a lot of you guys and um you know, this is something that I think everybody can get behind. And that's why I'm promoting it here on this podcast. So, um, but I'm going to read on to my, my statement here. So you can access exclusive discounts and support this podcast financially by purchasing this incredible product through the following website, dylansuggs.hempfx.com. The reason I would get behind a product like this is because of how important sleep is for the body to function, and not to mention the studies on mental clarity, better mood, and improved recovery from illnesses that occur from getting a good night's rest. To clarify, that's D-Y-L-O-N-S-U-G-G-S dot H-E-M-P-F-X dot com you will be able to get 25% off and, listen closely, free shipping by going to that site directly. 
CBD in the right amounts and made organically from the right sources can be a very powerful product for overall health. The website I provided has much more information for you to take a look at. Just remember that the matrix thrives off of keeping you unhealthy, out of touch, and uninformed. Reclaim your health today with HempFX Relax. If you have any specific questions about HempFX Relax, you can always reach me directly at matrixbreakers at gmail.com. If you have any additional questions, research, or information about the podcast you'd like to send, you can also reach me through that email. Now, I say these things, guys, because I am not funded by, you know, sponsored ads. I per- uh, in a way, I don't want to have sponsored ads and get paid revenue from other companies. I'd rather just run all of my revenue through my own business. And not to mention, there are products that I really do believe in. There are products that are honestly life-changing. I've been on these longevity products for four years. And I mean, I don't know how many of you guys have been on the same shampoo or the same, you know, lotion or skincare stuff or whatever for so many years. That's how I am with this stuff, but it's so incredible for you. I can tell you that it's really, really a benefit to your overall life. So that's why I promote it through my podcast. I think it's a great way to get you guys on board with getting healthier. So for me, it's like, hey, you know what? Relax, the product is a really good product and I figured I'd promote that one because I take it personally uh, and it's a new product line from our CBD line uh, and it is very, very powerful and I know that sleep is something that everybody should get more of. You know, 50 to 70 million Americans have trouble going to sleep at night, staying asleep and waking up. I mean, how good would it feel to be able to just get that taken care of? Sleep and wake up feeling restful uh, and full of energy. So that's my thing. Uh, and we can go into other products in different podcasts. But let us begin the actual part of the podcast. I'm really, really excited to bring this to you guys. Attitude, let's get it rocking and rolling. Inside a person's mind are two opposite voices. The first, the positive voice, speaks all the good about each situation, seeing the world through a positive perspective. The second, the negative voice, speaks all the bad about each situation, seeing the world from a negative perspective. One cannot eliminate either voice entirely, but he can learn to turn them up or down. Consistently turn up the positive voice while turning down the negative one, leading to a positive attitude about life. On the other hand, those who struggle with their attitudes reverse the process, turning up the negative voice while turning down the positive one. Thus, the reason most people struggle with negative attitudes is because they naturally listen to the negative voice shouting at them, not the positive voice whispering to them. Zig Ziglar once compared the two voices inside a person to a bank with a positive and negative bank teller. Here's the example. In your mind bank, there are two tellers, both of whom are obedient to your every command. One teller is positive and handles positive deposits and positive withdrawals. The other teller is negative and will accept all negative deposits 
and provide you with negative feedback. As the owner of your mind, you have complete control over all withdrawals and most deposits. The deposits represent your total experiences in life. The withdrawals determine your success and happiness. Obviously, you can't withdraw anything that hasn't been deposited. Each transaction involves a choice of which teller to use. Confront the negative teller with a problem, and he will remind you of how poorly you performed in the past. He will predict failure with your current problem, confront your positive teller, and he will enthusiastically tell you how you successfully dealt with far more difficult problems in the past. He will give you examples of your skill and genius and assure you that you can easily solve this problem. Both tellers are right because whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So again, very simply put, this is by Zig Ziglar. You guys get situations that occur to you. Well, there's always your response to those situations. Seems common sense, but a lot of people don't actually embrace that. And as much as you think you would, you really don't. So today I implore you to start having a more positive attitude. If you're going to consciously do anything in life, it's going to be investing in having a positive mindset for the rest of your life dealing with life situations. There's something called reframing. But how does listening to a positive voice change the situation? The positive voice, to be sure, doesn't change the facts. However, it radically changes the person who must respond to the experience. Indeed, there are two ways to change how a person views a situation through what is called reframing. A person can change either the content or the context of a situation to reframe how he thinks about it. Author Stuart Robinson explained content reframing is changing the meaning of a behavior to help you see the good side and appreciate the otherwise unlovely character. Context reframing is finding a way to make an event or behavior to be represented in such a way that it would have value no matter how negative you think it might be. The positive voice reframes potential negative events into empowering positive viewpoints, while the negative voice frames everything into disempowering viewpoints. So the point there is reframing is all about looking at a situation, taking a step back, taking a breath and realizing what is it, the, what's the good that can come of this and what didn't happen that could have been potentially even worse. Pulling negative weeds is another concept. People who listen to either their own or another person's negative voice are like, I can't even say it, horticulturalists. I mean, you have to look that one up. Who give others permission to cast seed weeds in their gardens. Naturally, these seeds germinate in the garden just like negative seeds germinate in the mind. Weeds are negative viewpoints that stick in a person's thinking, taking up space and blocking good ideas from taking root. 
These negative thoughts sneak into a person's mental garden and, if not pulled immediately, begin to take root. If permitted to grow, they become stronger, developing deep roots into a person's thinking patterns, making eradication more difficult. Unaddressed weeds create stinking thinking, a series of negative thought and, neg and attitudes that lead to selfish behaviors. In turn, the more weeds in the mental garden, the less ground there is to grow mental fruit or what we would call positive thoughts. Don't provide fertile soil for weeds in the mind. Don't allow seed, seed weeds to grow in the heart. And finally, do not allow negative seeds to spread out of the mouth, becoming a carrier of negativity to further infect yourself and others. If weeds are always growing in a person's thinking, then it indicates the person has regularly tuned to his negative voice. To change this, a person must take responsibility and listen to his positive voice for a positive attitudes uh, because positive attitudes are a choice just like a weed-free garden is a choice. Something that is really true here is that naturally, if you've ever grown a garden before, weeds, they grow unconsciously. Like they just happen. They're everywhere. They are easy to come about. And they grow extremely easily. But weeds are also negative on the garden because they take away nutrients and water and just good soil from potentially great flowers or plants that are going to provide you with food or whatever have you. So that is the idea here is that just like in your mind or just like in a garden, your mind is a garden. You have to be mindful of the kinds of seeds that are being planted in your head. Who is in your life that continues to sow negative, disempowering seeds in your brain? You have to ask yourself these kinds of things. Because if there's somebody that's being negative in your life, constantly, really nagging you on a specific issue, then more than you would know... That is now becoming your identity. Now, as stated previously, what happens to a person is not nearly as important as how he handles what happens to him. No one should be given permission to plant weeds in a person's garden. Regrettably, however, most people just accept whatever seeds fly into their garden rather than select only the fruit seeds. The typical person, before learning the importance of mental gardening, allows seeds to be scattered anywhere, like in his garden. From the radio, television, friends, co-workers, and family, he is being constantly bombarded with weed seeds that hinder the growth of positive fruit. Most people have no idea of the damage negative weeds have on positive attitudes. Unless a person has a specific intent on what is and isn't allowed into his brain, he has surrendered his destiny to the seeds surrounding him instead of selecting the seeds that empower him. Winners have a positive attitude by choice, not chance. Since attitudes in one's life determine the, the altitudes of it, one must assume responsibility to nurture his mental garden. Pulling seed weeds daily while nurturing 
the fruit-producing attitudes. One of the strange aspects of human nature is it is easier to have stinking thinking than positive thinking, just like it's easier to grow weeds than fruit in a garden. Winners cannot change the laws of human nature, but they can learn to work with them to produce results. For instance, winners focus on solving, not whining about challenges. Challenges, negative people call them problems, are a given, but solutions are a choice. Pull the weeds to clear one's mind and protect one's heart, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So again, this is getting into this entire idea of being selective about the seeds that you decide to plant in your brain. You can start your day and decide to listen to the news or something different, or you can listen to music that empowers you, or you can listen to something that's motivational, or you can listen to a book, or you can read a book. You can do a lot of different things to start your day or throughout your day that can plant positive seeds into your brain. I know this. I am so consciously aware of what I decide to do. Even if I know it's something negative, I am at least conscious about it. You know, I'm going to say, Hey, I'm going to listen to this. I know it's not necessarily the best thing to be listening to right now. I probably should be focused more on, you know, A, B or C, but I want to listen to this because you know, whatever. So yeah, I make those conscious decisions, but as long as you're conscious about it, see, because the more consciousness you're going to provide, the more likely you are to make the better choice, right? Or avoid the wrong choices. All right. So there's a fable or a story rather that kind of puts this at odds. Okay. A farmer had only one horse. One day, his horse ran away. All the neighbors came by saying, I'm so sorry. This is such bad news. You must be so upset. The man just said, we'll see. A few days later, his horse came back with 20 wild horses. The man and his son corralled all 21 horses. All the neighbors came by saying, congratulations, this is such good news. You must be so happy. The man just said, we'll see. One of the wild horses kicked the man's only son, breaking both his legs. All the neighbors came by saying, I'm so sorry, this is such bad news. You must be so upset. The man just said, we'll see. The country went to war. And every able-bodied man, young man was drafted to fight. The war was terrible and killed every young man, but the farmer's son was spared since his broken legs prevented him from being drafted. All the neighbors came by saying, congratulations, this is such good news. You must be so happy. The man just said, we'll see. Now, that's the end. The fable is talking about a guy who's just sitting there like, you know, has a good attitude. It's not necessarily positive or negative. It's just neutral. And as you can tell, there are things that definitely do happen. Some of them are very bad and some of them are very good. But he just stays committed to saying, we'll see. Meaning, hey, you never know. You never know what can happen out of this. This could be good. This could be bad. Life goes on no matter what. And this is the kind of attitude that most people should have 
when addressing certain issues. Celebrate your wins and definitely acknowledge your losses. But at the end of the day, man, you've got to have a, a better attitude towards your situations. Attitude helps a person maintain hope in his plan, even when events seem to be going against him. The tide usually turns, but if a person's positive attitude is lost, then he won't capitalize on the new circumstances as he is too busy bewailing his bad luck. Moreover, people who focus on their negative voice seem to attract other negative people because misery loves company. By contrast, positive voice people seem to attract other positive people. Association, in other words, will make or break a person. Indeed, this is why the events in a person's life are not as important as one's attitudes about them because the attitudes are what attract or repel people one associates with. Achievement-oriented people do not associate for long with negative voices, be it their own or others. This is one of the greatest secrets to success turning down one's negative voice and turning up the positive one so that he stops attracting negative people and begins attracting other positive people into his life. Guys, this is very true, um, especially when it comes to affirmations. I don't know if you've ever been interested in affirmations, but every morning I'll wake up and I read off of a piece of paper um, that I wrote a little while back, and it's just affirmations that are so large, so massive, so epic, and I get in touch with them, and I really focus on that imagination of what it would be like to achieve those affirmations. And I'm telling you, this is exactly what attitude is all about. It's getting in touch with the positive things of life, and it does take more effort to maintain positivity than it does to become negative. And that is just human nature. That's why most people want to be the victim in life. This is something that the matrix takes advantage of because they understand that human nature by default wants to be negative. I am telling you right now, make that adjustment. Be better about what goes in your mind and be more conscious about your decisions so that you can avoid making the wrong ones. Pastor Charles Swindle said it best, and I quote, The longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude, to me, is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than success, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. 
the only thing we can do is play on the one string we have. And that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. So it is with you we are in charge of our attitudes. Now, that concludes the reading and the content for today's podcast. And I invite you guys to come on back to check out principle number five. If you do enjoy the podcast, like I said, you can support um, by checking out the website I mentioned in the beginning, uh, checking out some of the products I provide through my business, or you can just share this with somebody that you think would really need to learn about it. Now, also, let me say this. If you're listening to principle number four and you haven't listened to the beginning of this podcast where I identified the matrix in a mass amount of articles and research and I helped you understand who the matrix was, um, I highly recommend you go back and listen to the health matrix part one and part two the financial matrix and the spiritual matrix. All right. And then I want you to listen to who's a matrix breaker. Cause we do identify all 10 principles that we live by as matrix breakers. And I want you to take the time to listen to number one, two and three. And now you're done with number four. So again, if you guys have uh, listened to a couple and they're sporadic, I did this in order. I have seasons. Um, I'm organized. So if you care to understand the con, the full context of what I'm talking about, you definitely have to listen to more of the beginning of uh, my podcast and the beginning seasons. So other than that, guys, thank you for chiming in.